Survive. Thrive. Stay alive. It's time to get prepared with the Prepping Academy Podcast. Hey, this is Force. Welcome to the Prepping Academy. I have a... Don't say special guest. Special, no. Kyle is in the house again. You have a Kyle. Kyle, this is three shows in a row in 19... What? 1919, isn't it? No, yeah, 1920. That's where we're at. 2020, third show. Awesome. Hey, by the way, I do have to share this. This is real. Tough guy, Kyle. Hates the world. He literally just showed me a recipe on his phone. <laughs> hey, look, don't judge. These are recipes. Honestly, I, I've been trying to build recipes that I can use with survival foods that don't taste like survival crap. Like I, want, I can't believe I you like just to eat did good. that, though. I like to eat good. I like to eat... T- these well, are called... Like, I like to eat well. Potato volcanoes? What they were. They were. The potato volcanoes. They look nice. They looked very tasty. I'm kind of hungry now. Yeah, me But too. I just can't believe Tough Man Kyle hey, with his... And I did make my own barbecue sauce today, just saying. Okay. I made a Syrah reduction mm. barbecue. Do you keep your recipe book in your man bag? I do. <laughs> I do. It's waterproof, too. <laughs> So, you know, just in case I come across anyone else, I can get some good recipes. You use a field note. Yeah. Yeah. Notebook, right? Those are priceless. Yeah. You know, which honestly, I've been thinking more and more, having knowledge like that, being able to access hard copies really is important. It is. I, you know, I have a, a quite extensive library. Yeah. That's kind of what I would like. Is, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but that was, that was loud. Was that Iran? That was... Something just hit my bug out building. Yeah. That was probably a a limb. Yeah, probably. Down tree. Yeah. Fall on top of us. Can't open the hatch. Stuck down here. It's it's still muddy getting to the retreat. Yeah. Hopefully the alarm, which I didn't silence. Stop Um, going off. If it it goes off, then we'll have to get our AKs. Okay, ARs. Yeah. ARs. Yeah. So... That's the first time I've heard it. Uh, we're in the we're in the deep woods. Yeah, it's just windy out. It there's some very, trees. Very windy out. There's like forty trees within twenty feet of this building. That if any one of them falls, could kill us both. That's so encouraging. <laughs> Is that not the truth yeah. though? They're a little m- bit. They're huge. Yeah. So, okay. Um, today we're going to talk about um, your favorite topic. My favorite topic. We're going to talk about survival groups. Because the reason I want to bring, wanted to talk about survival groups is because I always say that being in a group is your most important prep. It's more important than anything else. And I believe that. that even if you're, if you have no knowledge, if you're in a group, that has that is well trained or that is even with the right number of people you don't have to be too well trained it is it just was it this the statement light hands make work impo- I, I say light hands make work better because i tell i mean i don't do work i let them do the work <laughs> if they want to get fed they're gonna do it yeah no, so we're gonna talk about survival groups <clears throat> 
and how important they are, how to find them. Not soliciting them on Craigslist. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ways to find groups. Yeah. I mean, there's there's one. There's the best way to find the group. We'll talk about that. But tell us some ways not to find groups. Yeah. Craigslist. Have you ever seen articles in Craigslist? I actually, I actually have. I have too. And I'm like, I would not trust these people. What are you thinking? So have property looking for people to you know move on and and be in my survival. I mean, I've seen ads like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't think I'd be going there. Okay. How about um, you? I, how about uh, Facebook? Uh, mm, yeah. I'm not a Facebook person. I know you are. You might have a little bit more luck with that. Why well, do Facebook only when it comes to prepping? Not really personal yeah. stuff. I don't, I don't feel like I feel like there's places you should look for a group. You should look for members, and it should be probably within your own first your tight knit little circle. And then how about gun range? Ooh. No, people, Everyone to no. go, go to the gun range is a prepper, yeah. right? I'm having an issue with that because every time I go to the gun range, everyone starts salivating over my guns mm-hmm. and then wants to shoot my guns. And then I'm like, no, no leave get, me alone. Get your own guns. Yeah, so there's that issue. Like, so, I'm not going to let you shoot my $1,200 Kimber while I shoot your $200 Taurus. Right. Oh, but there's nothing wrong with the Taurus. No. Yeah, that's what she said. Well, have you ever... <laughs> okay, have you ever built a cache? Yeah, I've built caches, but I wouldn't. But you don't I put mean, your twelve hundred dollar Kimber in there. No, I you put the two hundred dollar Taurus in there though. Yeah, and so that, that's an issue I've had, and we've talked about this about yeah. the caches I have. Like I don't I, put my I don't put my like good ammo in there either. I put like my wolf you know i know at the time of life you need the best equipment ever you dig up the survival the the cash and you're like crap this is what i have yeah so i put decent i mean because it sucks to to take a thousand dollars and put it in the ground thinking maybe one day you'll use it it is hard i've been i've told people time and time people that don't understand this they've never done it Take a take a Smith and Weston, you know, shield yeah. that you just bought. You shoot a couple times, make sure it's working. Take some ammo in there. Take a radio, put in there. Take some food in there. Seal the sucker up and bury it. And you go, see ya. Maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> it is hard. This is like taking money. Just, but if it's like buying a a puppy and getting all its stuff and then putting it in a you know bag and burying it <laughs> what the heck are you talking about dude are you I was killing, trying to say with a serious face ki- like killing puppies now <laughs> i was trying to say with a serious face but, but no people, not really people talk about cash just and i'm telling you that is it is difficult i've yeah. gone i mean i've sealed them things up and we've buried them and gosh you're like i mean i kind of want to go dig them up to make yes yeah, I, I i don't think i would want to bury any you know decent firearm out and, there i mean i i understand the idea but i, I think i'm probably going to stick to like food water so the taurus is, a, is an option to put in one of them though yeah in this in a shield is an option because they're yeah, yeah. sub 250 yeah for sure the problem is we you know i was doing like six caches it's hard to buy six handguns <laughs> without being noticed. <laughs> yeah, and so you kind of you got to spread them out over time. Well, if you couldn't, if you didn't have the money to put 
And, and they're so, not all and, mine. It's the yeah, group. Yeah, the group. And, and if you didn't have the money to do that, I mean, I'd say if you do want a weapon in there, you need something small for hunting, put it in like a slingshot. Are you kidding me? What would you rather have? A slingshot or a stick? A You're going to chase a squirrel a around with a stick? A twenty-two rifle. If you, if you can't afford a $129 22 hey, rifle, can. you don't need to be prepping. Not everyone can. Some people are strictly buying, you know, rice and beans, and they yeah. can't afford to go out and buy, you know, okay. four or five handguns to distribute. And well, you, even a even a twenty two rifle, you can get for which would bring me to my next one hundred twenty bucks. We're talking about groups. Groups. What happens whenever you have someone who cannot financially keep up with someone else in your group? Mm-hmm. So I do want everybody to know that that Kyle and I both are consultants for prepping groups. Mm-hmm. We help groups. People pay us because of our just unbelievable knowledge. <laughs> I thought it was my witty banter. <laughs> but and so, so groups. What I tell a lot of groups. Once you form the group, it's family. Others will have to make sacrifices for those that can't. If someone loses their job or something like that. Yeah. Others will have to step up or give them a break or or make sacrifices. Yeah, it's, it's, because it's, once it becomes a family and a tight-knit group, you just will do that. Yeah. It, there's a lot of financial planning that goes into it. It's like one of the things I've said <clears throat> to individuals doing consulting is, you know, if you have someone who is an electrician or a plumber or a mechanic, is something where, you know, hey, they might not make enough money to be able to afford X, Y, and Z. Being a family, being the way that it is, if you have work that needs done, have them come over, help you out, take mm-hmm. care of, you know, your shocks that need replaced or, you know, your daughter threw something down the toilet. She threw her new cell phone right. down there because she needs a newer version of it. I, I don't know. Have them take care of that. Compensate them by taking care of some of their prepping needs. Right. Exactly. Yes. So, But it becomes a family. But groups, I would, I think, personally, the best way to find a group Mm-hmm. is going to like local meetups. Yeah, I would say that because you really want to have that, that actual FaceTime. I'm not talking the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm talking face-to-face like we face are right now, about six inches from each other. Six uh, inches? <laughs> Gosh. But oh. be able to sit down. Cause I mean, I, I'll be honest. We've You've directed a lot. I've taught it some, and we've been sitting there. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's quite a few people that I would kind of like look at, and I'd be like, I definitely want that person on my side. Mm-hmm. Character-wise, excellent person. There's other people I've come across, and I've said, nope. oh, nope, yep. going to dodge that bullet. Yep. Because so, I'm going to end up in the freezer someday if we try and you know pair up. So five years ago, I started a thing called Carolina Prepper Network. Yep. And now it's called PrepperNet. It's pretty big now. It's 65 cities and in four other countries. And we put on meetups every month mm-hmm. in these cities and the leaders are people that I've pretty much handpicked interviewed and have conference calls with them every month to kind of lead and guide them and so we got 34,000 members in it it's it's growing I, I, I one day I see it a couple hundred thousand people for sure but, it, but no one's prepping now. But I, that's a good because you need to meet people in your area. If you think you're gonna um, have people in your survival group, you know, 700 miles away, that doesn't work out no. so well. I mean, I've, I've come across a lot of people who are 
really great on different forums mm-hmm. that I, you know, would definitely pair up with, would want to meet first and talk and make sure they're really right. who they say they are. But there again, you need people in your immediate vicinity. Because you, you got to learn to trust them and train with them. Yeah. And you got to find out what their court. So some of the things that, you, you know, when I consult with a group, I make everyone take a personality test. Mm-hmm. How do they get along with each other when yeah. someone's under stress? I mean, and I know what was the personality test that you take? Disc. You you recommend disc? I recommend Myers Briggs. Disc is simple. Kids can understand it. I I, well, I don't really care about kids. Well, kids are a part of a survival group. I mean, but I don't need another personalities. They develop them, and if they don't, they get smacked. No, well, no. you develop them in what you want. No. <laughs> but um, disc is like a five book. You can actually find it for free out there. Yeah, the same with Myers Briggs. Yeah, but it's just simple, and it's not Myers Briggs is more a lot of detail. Well, and, and that's what I like because yeah. you want to know. Yeah. For me, I want to know all the in-depth details of what this person is capable of, and then also what their hindrances are. So when you find someone, the first thing you need to do is a background check. Go talk to their pastor, and maybe call their work for references. Right? <laughs> That'd be really awkward. <laughs> I can imagine someone coming into my employer and be like, so what's Kyle really like all yeah. day? Ooh. Yeah. But, you, I mean, you go train, you hang out with them. Like in Charlotte, we have, you know, meet up next week. There'll be 40, 50, 60 people there, depending on the subject. And there's a ton of people there to meet. You know, it's kind of like singles. It is. Like, kind of like dating. It, it is because it's kind of like, I hate Prepper to say only. There's, there's like a lot of people who go. But you can tell that they're they're interested, mm-hmm. but they're not motivated to get things done. Right. It's kind of like it's just it's their casual thing. It's their time to get out of the house right. and meet people. It's kind of like those lonely singles that are there that <clears throat> just like no one's gonna pick up. Preppersonly.com. Yeah, I mean that that could really be a thing. Yeah. But then there's the people that go, and I mean I can't remember what was the one gal's name. Her and her husband they were buying property. She was super motivated, and so was he. Oh yeah, I didn't want to miss. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But they they were great. They Her were name started with a, a C. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were super motivated. Motivated. Like someone would come in and pick them up in a heartbeat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, I remember she asked me if, if you had a survival group because she wanted to be a part yeah. of your survival group. And I'm like, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> no, she she's still she's still around. Her and her husband. No. They got kids, small kids. That's I mean, small kids kill everything. They're killjoys. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you pets are as well? <laughs> oh, gosh. I went to a 5K fun run this morning. Everyone thinks they can bring their pets to these things. Yeah, I, I had people in my store yesterday with their pets. It, it aggravates me. Mm-hmm. Like, if it doesn't say, like, emotional support, therapy, you know, don't bring them in. I don't want to see them. You know, I should do a, we should do a podcast on end times because I think the Bible predicts people will become lovers of pets. Does it? Yes. Like worshipers? It doesn't, no, no. It doesn't like say what? word for word, but people will... Meet, okay. Do you really want me to go here? I mean, go here. Make okay. Because in the end, the Antichrist, Israel's going to be burning sacrifices. That's why they want the, the new oh, temple. Oh, yeah. And then they're going to stop it. And they're going to stop it. But <laughs> the whole world's going to be on the side of the Antichrist when the Antichrist has stopped killing the animals. I thought that just meant they were all going to be vegans. No. 
because they're going to be, and people are going to be so upset that they're burning, sacrificing these animals in Jerusalem. They're going to pitch a fit around the world. So when the Antichrist goes, stop sacrificing the animals, the whole world's going to go. I mean, how many animals they, they, is this like is, every day they sacrifice Is this like animal. a Southern Baptist barbecue sort of sacrifice no, of animals? Or the old like, Jewish traditions, man. I mean, they, that was like a heifer. That was like one. No, no, man. It's like, mm-mm. You're going to do like thousands at the same time? Not at the same time, but I mean, over months, thousands. I mean, that's fine. Like, we do that in America daily. Like, But people are going to be upset about it. But anyway. Uh, people are so... See, I went yeah. down that rabbit trail. That's but um, I, I will I will preface that I've had barbecue today, too. So. Yeah, barbecue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What am, I haven't eaten tonight. I don't even know what I'm having tonight. Um, at lunch... Oh, I don't know. I don't eat. I need no. to start eating. You do. You need to put on some pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, you know what? The funny thing was, I mentioned 5K race, mm-hmm. and you didn't, it, it didn't even, I'm surprised you didn't come back to that with me. What? You went to a 5K race? Oh, I knew you didn't run it. <laughs> I knew. No, this I kid knew. I mentored from church, yeah. you know, passed away about eight years ago, nine, oh, and gotcha. so it was out there. But uh, I'm surprised you didn't come back to that. No, I, that I, was disappointing. I, I was like, when's he going to say something? I felt it was obvious. Yeah. Okay. Um, so groups, they're they're very important, and it's who is it? Charlie Hogwood. Good, mm-hmm. you know Charlie. Charlie, good friend of mine, wrote a book on survival groups called and and he, in his book he puts that being in a survival group is as important as who you marry. Yeah, I mean, in ways, because, I mean, there's definitely, we, we've come across that over the years where there's people that have talked about being in groups and have had to think, well, if something happens to me, family ends up being with this person. Right. And, I, and I'll be honest, there's family that I wouldn't trust with my family. <laughs> well, like, right, 100% certain I wouldn't. Um, but, yeah, it is about that important because you have to think about the well-being of where you're leaving someone should something happen to yeah, you. Yeah, I got a 15 year old daughter. Yeah. And if I'm out patrolling the compound, what's going on back there? You ever thought I have a 15 year old son? Just saying. Yeah, I have no, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Because I, I would shoot you and your son. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wouldn't shoot her, but I, you, I mean. Uh. You do, your sons oh they're in the same grade yeah oh dear but it's it's okay he, from they what we've start taught, a new world together well yeah from what he's told me he doesn't find anyone mature enough to date right now anyways uh, so oh yeah yeah that would my daughter would fit in that category <laughs> well she thinks she's going on twenty two but yeah like all yeah that's what he that's girls. what he observes he just kind of they're not mature and they don't really shut up so mm. like, okay oh yeah she I yeah. He, they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are a lot of groups. We've got from our Charlotte meetup. I think we've there's been, I think now five groups started. Yeah. Uh, some of them are going great. I'm actually consulting with a group later this month, and came from a meetup, sitting across the table meeting people over time. So. It's a great place to meet people because people are there to meet other people. Matter of fact, the philosophy of PrepperNet is is to get people in groups. It's yeah. not about the training or the education that you'll get and the, the great speeches that Ooh, I but give. That is, that is important, though, because everyone should have a well-rounded group. Not yes. everyone has to know everything. It's it's right. 
great if you're well-rounded already. Yep. But having people to specialize in certain areas yep. and take over that, kind of like you said about the beekeeping, and if you can't hold up your end of the bargain, that kind of shows that it if, hurts if, the group. Yeah, and if you can't hold up your end of the bargain today, right. you're not going to hold it up whenever right. there's a more strenuous situation. And so I go pretty extreme when I talk with groups. Um, a lot of times I'll ask them to take the personality test. Mm-hmm. Financial background checks. You don't want someone in your group that... One thing I say a lot is there are people that are highly interested yeah, and highly motivated. The highly motivated, they'll do things. The highly interested will buy stuff. Everyone... I mean, we're in, in, in Charlotte. Charlotte's a pretty wealthy city. And we go to these meetups. If you tell people, hey, you need a year's worth of food to be in my group... There's our alarm again. Mm-hmm. I knew it happens every podcast. That means someone's within three quarters of a mile no. of us right now. Or an animal. No, I it's, it's an animal. It's probably an animal. There's so many deer around here. But that means that um, the financial background check, because you want to make sure people, people will buy it. But they won't do the training, but people will buy anything. But they'll also use their credit cards. And getting financial debt where they can't buy, get to a point where they can't buy stuff. Yeah. That's that hurts the whole team. Yeah. It, I mean, the team has to be. You're making decisions with your money for the whole team. When you choose to go out and spend, you know, forty thousand dollars on a new car, where you're, the team is still waiting for you to buy your two AR-15s for you and your and your wife. That hurts the team. Yeah, that is one thing where we will disagree. And oh, I know, goodness. I know what you're going to say when I say this, but I don't believe in everyone having the exact same equipment. Well, when it comes to so in my group, mm-hmm. we 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 all have different AR-15s because the parts are the same. They're pretty much interchangeable. But yeah. we we have gone totally Glock nine or Glock nine millimeter because the parts are the same. No. So we're all Glock. You can carry your 17, 19, whatever you want to carry. But they're mostly the same parts. Uh, and and the ammo is the same. So we, on some things, it's all the same. Uh, plate carriers, same. Helmets, same. Boots, who cares? Yeah. Because I'm not going to be wearing your boot. But if I grab someone's plate armor, it should be the same, no matter which one I put on. If someone gets shot and I grab their gun, it I know exactly I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Even, and you probably don't like this, but the food becomes the communities. Yeah, I'm not I'm not for that. But I mean, I'll say this: nutrition is very important to me, and certain dietary restrictions are also important to everyone well tell them about the problems you have i mean you know very gluten intolerant i have if i have bread it's just going to be ugly no no but you can you can build that into the communal you can you can for sure and i think it's it's something you you don't want the smiths over here running out of food while the johnson's over here has just it's something really simple that you have to be upfront about and say like look here's what i'm coming to the table with and that comes down to medical things too Mm -hmm. if there's something that you have going on medically don't come to me with you know congestive heart failure and say Hey, I'm in this for you know for life. You got, you got three months to live, <laughs> yeah. and well, yeah, 
Yeah. So that's why a lot of things become part of the community. That way, so the the way I we do this is if you have medical or food issues, then you have to buy one and a half times more than everyone else. Because we have this food and your food. So we want to make sure that your food lasts even a little bit longer than the community's food. Yeah. Because we can always eat your food. Yeah. I don't care if I... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. But you can't always eat you know, our food if you're gluten, which the gluten thing is a made-up thing. Come on, let's be real. No, I, I mean, I, I think kidding. there's actually a lot of merit to I'm it. Kidding. Yeah. And, and so there, there, there are... So and this is what we do. We help groups put all yeah. this stuff together, document, yeah. and tell them when to dispatch people. Yeah, well, mm, you know, that. you always things come to death to you. Always they do. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that. Mm. Huh. So do you only consult with groups like once? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good, Kyle. We don't. We don't well, we get it. We get it. So th- this group I'm meeting with um, later this month. They're in the beginning stages. They've done some training together. I don't know how many families. I have no clue. I just know um, one of the gentlemen. He asked me to come meet with some some people. We're going to talk about how to structure it, how to put the, what kind of structure should it be, an LLC, what it should be, mm-hmm. how properties should, should work within that. So I will, uh, like always, I will give them what I think the best route is and then they'll ask me questions and we'll build a route best for them. Yeah. Because I like dictatorships. So I think we both like dictatorships in a group. Yeah. This community thing, that's where people, I mean. Yeah, I I couldn't be on board with that where it's like, you know, maybe like a triumvirate or something like that where there's, you know. Right. Well, that's what I do. Three. Yeah. Yeah. In groups of three. But if it was something where, you know, smaller group, I'm not going to listen to People voice their opinion about yeah. the garden. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, if you have the skill base and that's your thing and you have the, the capabilities, then everyone just sit down. Shut up. So so me and you are good group type people. We have skills that we are at 10. Yeah. We have skills that we are, that we like, for example, you, you can grow gardens pretty well. Mm-hmm. You, that might be an eight for you. I've just, that's a probably a one or two for me. Yeah. Um, and so everyone has their different balance. But I think because we've been doing this so long, we have. Like comms. Oh, comms for you is very weak. Yeah, comms for me is like one, two. So it's a, it's a balance. And comms for me is not an eight or nine. It's probably a six. Yeah. And granted, though, for me, it's very volitional. I don't like to talk that much. Uh, that's true. But you but, do like to eat. <laughs> I do like to eat. That's true. So we, we have, you know, if you put things in numbers, I would think that the re- the reason I'm in with the group, I don't need to learn how to garden. Yeah. I got 17 other people that know how to garden. If they all die, I'm screwed anyway. <laughs> yeah. You eat their pets. Yeah. I, get, I mean, that only lasts so long. Pets aren't allowed. You know this. <clears throat> pets are not allowed at our retreat. The only way they're allowed... Is in a Ziploc bag. That's so wrong. That's the truth, man. You can't. A a dog could get you killed. You know, I was talking to a guy not too long ago. Beautiful, beautiful German Shepherd. Very obviously a prepper, but Mm -hmm. very, very much a beginner. Totally decked out in five eleven tactical type stuff, and 
looked like he was probably a financial advisor or something like that on the side. But uh, I asked him, I said, well, it's a beautiful dog. And, you know, where, where, where'd you get him? Go find your own breeder. That's the type of prepper right there that's going to go first. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, it's not what? because of his dog, but I'm just like, look here. I hate jerks. Like, like look, calm down. I know you got your 5'11 tactical gear on and you're out, you know, patrolling your neighborhood, which is ironically mine. <laughs> but but Dude, just, just pipe down some. So, there's a guy in my in my group, and you know him. You've met this guy. He ball ate one of them high, expensive German Shepherds. And then he was going to get all this training, like tens of thousands of dollars this guy has spent. Yeah. And he goes, forced, he goes, my dog is trained. He's he still not welcome to the retreat? And I said, absolutely not. He goes, I said, I'll tell you what. If I get your dog to bark... You buy me a steak dinner. He goes, absolutely. Did you slather yourself in peanut butter then? Nope. He goes, absolutely. I said, okay, deal. We shook hands. Two weeks later, I went by his house. We were actually on our way to church, and I was going to pick him up, his son up, because he wasn't going to go. I was going to pick his son up because he wasn't feeling good. And um, I went to the door, excuse me, the window in the kitchen, and I went, just started banging on the side of the house. Boom, 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 boom. And what does the dog do? Barks. And he looked at me, he goes, he threw his hands out. I went to the front door. I said, Joe, me a steak dinner. He goes, what do you mean? I said, we had a bet. You said I couldn't make your dog bark. He goes, well, I wasn't expecting you. I'm like, true. And well, I couldn't give him a command because I didn't know you were. I'm like, exactly. Steak dinner. But in his defense, have you ever seen Lassie? What happens when Timmy falls down the well? <laughs> Who's gonna Who's gonna run for help? You go to killing people to a dog helping people. Hey, Lassie was a great show, dude. Lassie was wonderful. Are you bipolar? No, <laughs> no. So groups are important. So who do you bring your group? You group? Blah, 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 blah. Stroke again. Who do you bring into your group? Your entire family? No, I don't, no. I don't like most of them either. No, no, no. no. church members. Yeah, some. Maybe. So. It, it, it takes an investment in time. It, it exactly. That's a great statement. It takes an investment in time. Do you bring people with just skills? Nope. You bring in people, one you can deal with, yep. and that you won't kill, and won't kill you. Yeah. And you trust. And people that are highly motivated. Yep. Because you give me someone motivated to learn the skills... I take that every day than someone that already has skills. Yeah. So, uh, so you want someone that's highly motivated. So it could be how far away. That's another question I get. I mean, I don't like people. So the further away that, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, like I, in, I would want people to be within about like 10, 15, 20 miles, see, somewhere in that range. I have a different theory than that. You want your next door neighbors? Well, I have people in Raleigh in my no, group. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. That's the furthest away that we have that's actually in the core group, the core. Yeah. We have other, the golden ticket people, which are people like my wife's family, mom and dad, or now mom. She can come. We're not going to get her. She has to kind of just show up. She knows. She, knows the drill. She know, She has all the information she needs Yeah. to find us. Um, but... 
but everyone goes, well, how close do we need to be? Do we need... Family, I think families do work. I mean, they can. You know, I, there was a point where I still had enough of my family members who were into this and they were mm-hmm. alive that it could have worked really well. Unfortunately, now I have some family members who are not into it at all and they make some very, very bad life decisions. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to say, but I'm Do you bring I'm your not... wife? Yeah. Yeah, funny. <laughs> I'm, I mean, but there's there's people that I'm not I'm not going to reach out to help. Yeah. That if if something happened tomorrow, I'd say goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree. Uh, another question, and you know we we know the answers to most of these. I like bigger groups than I think you like. No, and actually, well, let me let me backtrack here because one okay. of the things I was going to say is <clears throat> once you actually have your your group, you have your core members. And I, I don't hear you talk about this as often. I hear you talk about expanding and making a bigger group. But how does your group then link up with another group? Because one of the biggest problems I see is no matter what happens, it comes down to a numbers game. And you have to have yes your group and then external groups. and then. So here's the thing. I know of at least 30 plus groups. Which comprise maybe three to five hundred people? Mm, no, more than that. Okay. My group alone has a hundred people. Okay. Counting kids and everyone. I would say thousands. Okay. But here's here's the thing. How many people are there actually in the United States and what percentile of those are actually into prepping? No, no, no. Well, these are groups. I mean, these are yeah. groups. I know of it around 30 and I know where they're located. Mm-hmm. Most of them, I would say, within a mile. Because some people go, well, I'm near, da, 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 da. but I haven't been to all their retreats. I've been to probably 15 different retreats before. So I've always struggled. I have all this knowledge in my head of mm-hmm. where they are. Yeah. How do you communicate? How do you bring them together? Do you get a call out and say, okay, I need one person from every group meet me here we're going to talk about how we're all going to communicate help protect each other share resources when needed yeah you don't need to give your location away or anything like that or who's in your group i've always struggled doing that because that there is a huge opsets issues there and that's something i'm planning on doing this year though in 2020 i've already talked to like seven groups and they go, yeah, we need to put together a plan for communications to be on the same page. And most of them groups are in the South Miami area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right on the beach. What's it called? What's the Appalachian? What's that readout? Is it oh, yeah. 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 They're mostly in that area. To They're from Georgia to New York in the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. You know, man, I'm just, you know... If it floods in South Miami, we're screwed. But oh, you know yeah. what? You just got. I mean, we're already below sea level, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's something is is putting together a communication plan between different groups. That's just hard to manage and scary. Because I, I think that's one of the biggest things that preppers need to focus on. Because everyone's mm-hmm. kind of hit this brick wall. But in order to kind of prevail long term, you can't be Jamestown sitting out there, you know, on your own. Right. You need to be. But you know, part bef- of a bigger group. Even before that, though, you got to get in a group. Yeah. You've got ninety-five. I mean, ninety-five plus percent of the people I meet are not in a group. 
but they all want to be in a group. And the reason is they're looking for a group of 10 people. They want 10 people that have a group to come out and go, hey, will you be in our group? That's what they're waiting for. That's never going to happen. That's not going to happen. Um, so I, one of the things, you need to start a group with one other person. Like me and you, I'd go to you, yeah. Kyle, let's start a group. All of a sudden, we have eight people in our group. Your wife and kids, my wife, wife and kid, my wife and kids. We have eight people in our group. All of a sudden, if we go to Jim, if we go to Jim Bob down the street and go, Jim Bob, Kyle and I have a group. We have eight people, his family and my family. Would you like to be in it? That is an easier conversation to get someone in. That's yeah, a much better sell. Then the three of you, I mean, so you need to start a group of one person or two people immediately. Yeah. And then you can add to that later on. And the good thing is one and two, if me and you're in a group, man, after about a month, I might go, yeah, Kyle's nuts. I'm not going to continue much going <laughs> on with this guy. You know, I'll just say, well, Kyle, you know, we're just busy. Yeah. <laughs> Block the phone number. Yeah, yeah. But you need to you need to find one other person, two other people, and start a group. And it doesn't mean you get a retreat. It doesn't immediately doesn't mean that you automatically start sharing everything. It just means, hey, if something happens, we're getting together. Yeah. Even if it's a if you know um, a tornado, we're gonna check on each other. We got each other's backs. That I mean, you need to do that immediately. Yeah, don't overshare. Don't overshare. Like don't, like talking about your stomach issues. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> your little rash problems you've been. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you should really go see your doctor that, about that. <laughs> but so you got to be in a group. Number one focus this year. That should be everyone's goal in twenty twenty. Be in a group. Nope. And if you're already in a group, it's really it should be expanding out to other groups. Yep. And, have, and expand your group too. Yeah, have have get-togethers, meet more people, see if you're mm -hmm. on the same mind, you know, on the same path, and you know, there's definitely power in numbers. Also, with that said, don't don't share the information about what you have, but don't keep back that you're a prepper. So I have this software on PrepperNet. I know you, mm -hmm. you've never heard this story. You can go on there. You have to be a premium member. I appreciate you guys if you do join that. It's $40 a year. But I created a software that has everyone, 34,000 people, and it has their zip code and their email address. Hmm. And they're separate, actually. They're in two separate databases. I'm, I'm trying to, security-wise, keeping everything as clean as I can. You can go in there and search for a zip code. And let's say you search for... Two, five, four, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you see there's 10 other people in that zip code. You can then send them a message. You don't know who you're sending the message to, but you can go, hey, my name's Kyle. I'm a prepper. Love to meet some more preppers in my area. If you guys are up for coffee, here's my number and my email address. So you're requesting the information. You're going to share information because you want them to be able to get up with you. They can choose if they want to get up with you or not, but you send that message to all 10 people that's in your area. And then you can meet like-minded people within a zip code. And that's how we've 
done a lot of things. Like I've met a lot of people through you and mm-hmm. coffee, right? Simplest thing. And then you yep. can sit down there and be like, yeah, you guys are weird. Yeah. So uh, this guy in outside of Tampa, Florida did that. He sent a message to, he had, I think it was four people in his zip code. That's it. Four within, he sent the message out, message out within 30 minutes. He got a phone call. And it's his neighbor that was like seven houses down. And he said, Bob, I just got an email from you. I did not know you were a prepper. Small world. And they connected seven houses away. And they had no idea. How long have you been married? Uh, yeah. No. They had no idea each other, of them were preppers. Yeah. And, did- and I mean, that happens. I know that in my neighborhood, <clears throat> I've gotten deliveries for, for food, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a, a UPS driver say to me one day, he goes, what is all this? And I said, well, it's... I buy my stuff in bulk, you know, just I, it's cheaper this way. And he goes, yeah, this company, he goes, I deliver a lot of this throughout your neighborhood. <laughs> and I'm like, no kidding. Whoa. I'm like, no kidding. He's like, yeah, and they buy more than you. And I was like, really? Really? <laughs> which which house is? Which house? No, but I mean, there obviously, there are definitely those people. Is that the little blue pills? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about a leave forest, yes, a leave. <laughs> so you got preppers in your neighborhood. Have you met them yet? Well, aside from the guy with the German Shepherd, yeah, no, yeah, he sounds like a good guy to have in your group. Yeah, I, I would not want someone like that in my group. No, I'd want his dog. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful no. dog. Mm. I wouldn't want him Solid at the retreat. Black. Yeah, no, him I'd probably leave on the, you know, the yeah. side of the road somewhere. Be like, hey, Jim, we're all going to go in here real quick. Just step off there. Okay, bye. Yep. So the most important thing is being a group, and then you got to, and you got to start it, and you need to start it. You might not think you're. You're capable, but you, the people listening, you need to start the group. Yeah. That's what all, that's the entire reason I started PrepperNet. It's because groups are the most important prep. And then eventually, once we disseminate throughout the country, then we'll have our own political party. Called the Preppers. And then we'll kick everybody else out. We're black. You know, they have red. And what? blue for Republican and Democrat will be yeah. black. When you said we're, we're black, I just thought. I was like, wait, no, no, when no. is this radio? I, was, no, the, I know no one knows. The, the red is Republicans, blue yeah, are Democrats. Yeah, yeah. We'll be the black ones. It'll be just a we'll take over the map. Just black flag with a skull on it and some bone. Wait, yeah. no, that's that's pirates. Darn. Oh. That's been taken. Yeah. So get in a group, start a group, get in a group. Meet people, train. Even if the world doesn't come to end next month, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just think of the the friendships, because you agree with me on this that our when we when you go into this prepping mindset, your friendships change. They do. Yeah. You, I don't hang out with the yuppies I hung out with downtown. Used to go to no. Capitol Grill and plop down $90 for a meal. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I buy Glock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say a lot of the relationships, friendships that people have developed over the years, especially with social media and everything else, are fairly shallow. Mm-hmm. I'd say whenever you actually start having these conversations about, hey, this is what's going on in the world, let's let's be real. Let's, right. let's quit focusing on this nonsense you're going to develop some much deeper connections with people. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's what this country needs. I mean, going a little bit broader statement there, but that's the reality of it. I can remember growing up, and you probably can too, actually talking to your neighbors. 
and having friends in your neighborhood. Not just, hey, we're going to go stand outside whenever. We had barbecues. Yeah. And we would switch every every time it'd be in someone else's house. Swimming parties. I'm talking within blocks. Yeah. I mean, this little town in the East Coast, North Carolina had blocks. And we would go and have. Which is within itself pretty amazing to me because I really don't think I've been anywhere in the South where there's blocks. Because y'all just put a bunch of winding roads and yeah, our neighborhood is it's not a homeowner's it's association. Like, it's like NASCAR. It's, yeah, you go around the corners tight enough, we and you're going to go up people. on a hill. One tree can can block us from the world. Oh yeah, it could. It could. <laughs> I mean, that's, it, that's a nice one, thing. As one one road in, one road out. Yeah. Um, but that is true. Why are you talking about my neighborhood so much? Because yeah, we did. Does your neighborhood have blocks? The, the, where there's no place here that has like legitimate yeah, blocks. Yeah. I mean, a block is actually like a measurement in Chicago. There's like a standardized measurement per each one. I mean, it's like well, like New York and other major cities. Here, it's just hey, let's change the name of the road three times in the same mile stretch. We actually and have one road that has five names. Oh my god! It's the same road. There's no. It's a straight road. It's not straight, but you know, it's a mm-hmm. one road. Five names. You know the road I'm talking about. Talvola and yep. Rama. Yeah. Um, I forgot all the different names it has. Sardis. Yep, Sardis. For like a second, and then it changes over to Fairview. And yeah, Fairview, yeah. that's right. The same road. Yeah. Oh, love yeah. it. Yeah, and then there's Queens. <laughs> yeah, let's not, even, let's not even go into that. Oh, goodness. Well, um, any last comments before I... Sh- I mean, we end the show <laughs> about groups... No, I think that, yeah. How about a super group? We should put together like this. I think that's what we were group. talking about. Well, we, we were talking about something different. We weren't talking about just a regular family-oriented group. We were talking about a group of more highly trained mm-hmm. individuals, a little bit more functional than... Right. And it's not all know. gun nuts. No, 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 no. By no means. Elemental is a friend. You know Elemental. Mm-hmm. I want her in my group. Yeah. Because she can make medicine out of... Anything. Yeah, I, well, I, anything. I think what we would say is that for a lot of people getting into this, a lot of people are amateurs. Mm-hmm. I would want experts. I like, would want experts too, but you always can't find them. Some, I mean, no, people it's, it's, can it's, become it's, experts. They can, and, and that, that could be your motivation for 2020 is becoming an expert in blacksmithing, an expert in gardening, an expert in beekeeping, you know, a, something like that. That's a good point. If you, If you don't have any skills, you're useless to a group. No, I, I I'd probably define it by if you can't teach it, you're not there yet. Right, you don't know it. Yeah. So, so the skills, and we need to do a show on that. What skills? Because you know what, gun skills are a dime a dozen. Let's be honest. Yeah. Now sniper skills different. Yeah. But just grunt gun. If yeah. you came to my group and said, "Hey, man, I am one of the best five gun competition guys in the world." So, yeah, it's a little different whenever you have someone shooting back at you versus a buzzer. Right, right. And people always like, try to encourage me to do. So I've got three you, gun and stuff like that. I'm, I have no interest in it because I got it's kind of like running. I don't run unless there's something chasing. Right, <laughs> right. You know, you know today the, the hilarious. We're in a group. There's probably twenty of us, and this guy goes, he, he goes, Forrest, um, are you running today? And and the guys. The guy, the, the the boy, the 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 gentleman that passed away, his mm-hmm. father's in this group in this conversation. He goes, "Hang on, guys, if you ever see Forrest run, 
y'all better hightail out because there's something going down. <laughs> yeah. Run faster. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. So, um, but what was I saying before that? We were talking about the super groups. Oh, yeah, the super group. Yeah. You don't have to find people expert level, but they have to be motivated. Yeah. They have to be motivated. Um, Complacency kills. Yeah. Not only that, but they have to, it has to be, a, it's a lifestyle. Everything I do is just surrounded by protecting my family at all times, making sure my family, that we can get through any situation. I don't need the, the government. I don't need the police. I don't need my neighbors. Self-sufficient in every way. The only time I need people are like doctors and dentists and things like that. Which, you know, but you know, and I, not to be. I was going to make a joke, but okay. I will be serious. Another important thing for a group: emotional support, because this is very tough Thank times. You, man. Yeah, this, <laughs> it, 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 you're looking at potentially loss of loved ones, friends, yes. mm-hmm. etc. Going through some very difficult times. A lot of people are going to have just detachment issues from technology, mm-hmm. creature comforts. So emotional support and being able to there be like, hey, quit being such a forest yeah. and get up and do something, you know, might Even, be a little harsh for me, but someone else might be like, it's going to be okay. So our group has been, we were very well trained and prepped. So we have an entertainment committee. Yeah. People are like, what? Well, we have kids. It's like the office. You have a party committee too. Mm. <laughs> a party committee. Okay. Oh, we should have. Yeah. We actually do. I kid you not. Have you not heard me say hey, I'm going to this? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, we yeah. had a pool party with my group. We had a pool party. So you should keep some extra like five gallon buckets we, of like flour. We and some, we have like, pool parties every summer. Make some cakes during the apocalypse. Well, we we have a meeting and it's it's getting together bonding though. Yeah. So, but we do have parties and we do have a party group. It's called a social a, committee. Oh gosh, I'm not kidding. That's pretty and, funny. And the way we run our group is the, is the try thing. It, we have a it's a, it's ran by three people, but if the crap hits the fan, the one person takes control. The other other two can overrule him, but you know, a good leader would never let that happen. He'd no. kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. clearly poison for it. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. So, any last words before? I mean, that's groups. Groups. So. In the thing that I teach, I teach on groups. I have a webinar on groups. Mm-hmm. We, I, there are many aspects of groups we never, people never touch on. Yeah. I mean, they don't. They, I mean, they. You'll see a YouTube video on it, video about, hey, you need to think about, you know, uh, disinfected, or you need to think about, you know, but there are no one that are doing really good group videos on YouTube about putting groups together, different committees, different tasks, different... You know why? Do you know why? Because they're lonely. Because they don't know how to do it. They're Mm. not in a group. I'm telling you, there are only maybe a hundred prepping groups in the in the nation. There's not many. I'm not lying. No, I I actually came across a guy one of my my former jobs. It was I was consulting for, and it was not for that. But he was telling me about his place in Wyoming where they were basically going off grid, mm-hmm. and it was a family of like six individuals, no group, mm-hmm. no one within over a thousand acres, 
and just them. And talking about, you know, his tactical vehicles, his guns, everything else, his food. I'm like, but do you have any help? Do you have any groups? Oh, no, I don't need a group. I'm like, you need you need a group. There are very, very few groups. I can barely stand family over Thanksgiving. I know. But, like, you know. And, and that's a problem because that's why there are no group experts on YouTube teaching people. Yeah. Jonathan Hollerman, which wrote the Survival Dispatch. No, no. Not survival. He wrote um, the book I was talking about earlier. Oh my gosh, survival theory. Yeah. Jonathan Hollerman, uh, Dave Copler, which we know right in our backyard. Um, Southern, that's Southern Purple One. Who else consults? You and I. Scott Hunt does, but he's mostly for engineering, like water and solar and stuff. Yeah. I only know like five or six consultants in this industry. Well, I think part of it is it's enjoyable to do. You wouldn't do it if it wasn't funny doing it, filming out of it. But the reality is, is that, you know, so many so-called experts on YouTube, everyone just thinks that they're going to learn everything they need to know on there. But none of them talk about groups. And and if they do, they're talking about, I I heard a guy talk about groups the other day and I'm like, he's an, he does not know what he's talking about. Yeah. This is this is actionable stuff where we've actually seen it play out, and it works. It works. I mean, I'm in a group. I'm not saying I like everybody in my group. I love you guys if you're listening. <laughs> I have to say this, okay? <laughs> but it's hard. Groups are hard, like a, ma- a marriage. Yeah. But every aspect of a group I've consulted with, or I've. We've we've done, but anyway. So we're going to talk a lot about groups on our podcast. It's that important. You need to be in a group. We can help you get in there. If you have a group, give us a call. Yep. We we consult. We help. Mm-hmm. Sometimes for free for food. Yeah, food works. <laughs> All about them fried pickles. Fried pickles. Mm. So, oh, I think I'm going to be in town this week. I was going to go to Chicago, so we have to get together Monday. Fried pickles. Oh, we should go to Pinkies. Pinkies. That's that place, hamburger joint downtown. I think they might have closed it. I've like been there. eighty years old, and they have fried pickles. Huh. Mm. Nice. Well, any. I think I asked you, you any last like words like five times. times. Yeah. Okay, guys. Hey, um, subscribe to our podcast. You know that would that would help us a lot. Give us some feedback. Go to preppingacademy.com. Give us some feedback. We will be putting out a podcast once. Once a week until we die. Hopefully. <laughs> a few more weeks. Yeah, a few more, <laughs> three more episodes. So anyway, you guys be safe. Get prepared. Get in a group. Y'all take care. Thanks for listening to the Prepping Academy podcast. Preppers unite at www.preppingacademy.com.